Alrighty. Uh, let's go. Hey, everybody. It is movie, the podcast. It's a real buddies episode because Gogs, yeah. Gogs is doing one of my favorite Gogsisms where he couldn't record tonight. I, I saw him earlier today, but he never told me why. So I assume he's doing something that he thinks I'd judge him for, which is probably like playing Dungeons and Dragons or some dumb shit like that. Like, I still uh, think it's crazy that he doesn't play Warhammer. That seems like a, a Gogs thing to do. Yeah. And, and you know, um, to anybody that plays Dungeons and Dragons listening, that is the, the lamest fucking shit. I'm sorry. They have video, the, they have video games now that they, I, they took them over. Like, bro, there's no I remember the first time somebody tried to get me to play a tabletop game and it was Shadowrun. They're like, Oh, you'll like it. It's like cyberpunk. I'm like, cool. It's like a board game. They're like, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. We get there and I'm like, what, what, we're acting? Like, no, yeah. thank you. Yeah. That's exactly. I've been, I've been duped many times where it's like, <laughs> Oh, you'll have so much fun or, I, I, the the classic line I've heard many times is you've never played with the right people. Like you've yeah. never had the right like dungeon master. Well, like I've done it enough times where it's it, just like I just assume everybody's well, bad. Well, no, it's fun because we just goof off. It's like can we goof off without the dice and yeah, the costumes? Can, can we just talk about doing bits? Because that's yeah. way funnier. <laughs> if you're just like, what about Conan Bar- the Barbarian? Except he's gay. Like that's <laughs> funny to me. Roll roll for initiative. Anyway, we watched um. What the hell is in it? Maximum Conviction. Uh, Keone Waxman's, uh, auteur piece, um, Maximum Conviction. Real quick before we get into, uh, violence team. Alec, you weren't around on the show when we watched all these dog shit movies before, right? Like, yeah. you haven't joined officially that, yet? That's true. No. You, Alec, what, what did, were you here? You weren't here yet when we watched that one with Ving Rames and Danny Trejo and Steven Seagal. No. And remember that one, Sean? Yeah, that well, one. I, I, I do why, because uh, I was gonna wait for the actual show, but Gooby's like, oh, you're a fucking idiot, you'll watch this, and immediately serve that movie up after, uh, th- this one was mercifully over. Oh, no. And like, I really wish we would rewatch that, cause I remember that being boring, but it opens up with Steven Seagal in his full on, like, I don't know what you would call it, Cajun drag, where he's <laughs> like, Sasha, you a motherfucking rat. And then it has Ben Foster doing this daredevil fight. And I'm like, oh, we should watch this movie again. Yeah, for real. Um, but yeah, we, we watched like, I want to say we watched like a handful of these. We watched another Steve Austin one too. Yeah, we watched the other Steve Austin one we watched, I believe was called Tactical Force. Tactical Force. That's it. Which yeah. is also a prison movie. I think I, I was shooting back and forth with the gogs. I think. Like 70% of the Stone Cold Steve Austin oeuvre is prison or prison adjacent. Well, I think it's, I think it's because they can shoot these things in like a warehouse. Cause yeah. like all the sets look like dog yeah, shit. But, so. but even his, like his bigger movies, uh, Longest Yards of Prison movie, the, um, what's, the, what was his first WWE movie? The Condemned. Yep. That was a prison movie. That takes place like on a jungle. Yeah. yeah it's that, like that, no, no escape or no way that, out or that. Yeah, the condemned is like it's it's like a uh, it's like a battle royale yeah. type. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the and Steven Seagal is just he is at his peak. Like I am so fucking tired and lazy. Like I'm not doing anything. Steven Seagal is like the Tyreek Hill of like line readings. Like he is just like going so much faster than everybody else. It's like you you visibly watch them trying to catch up to what he just mumbled at top speed. Yeah, and I, I told I talked to Sean a little bit and I, before he watched the movie. I said, take a shot anytime Steven Seagal 
is in a scene where he's clearly not in the scene with the other actor. Like well, the there's whole a lot of opening scene seems <laughs> like it's like that. We'll yeah. get into it when we actually talk about. There's this a movie. lot of shot reverse shot where it's yeah. clearly Steven Seagal talking to a body double. It's pretty great. All, All right. right anyway, you, sorry. Go, go ahead. Sean. No, go no, ahead. No, it's fine. It'll it'll keep for the actual movie. Um, it'll keep. It's like a it's like an old piece of meatloaf. Um, what did y'all watch this week? Uh, Alec. Um, I watched. I only watched one thing. I watched one, the uh, seminal '90s basketball film um white men can't jump oh hell yeah you, they remade that apparently for real it hasn't yeah. come out yet it's like yeah. With jack harlow jack harlow and uh lance reddick is in it but i don't think oh. lance reddick's playing oh. the. he's not sydney i don't think he's sydney um that movie fucking slaps like that movie, movie is fucking rules yeah. so fucking good it's so fucking fun <laughs> even with how like even with how depressing it is it's still so like funny uh, every time i watch that movie i forget about the whole jeopardy subplot like oh yeah there's this whole thing she's doing to the side of this movie i can name seven fools that start with q <laughs> she's the fucking best i love her oh she's so good she's so it, she's really good in that movie it would be easy for her to get like overswept by totally out there simon phoenix level <laughs> uh Wesley Snipes as a street baller. Dude, I always remember Kareem Haddison. A thing of beauty is a joy forever. My man John Keats said that. Keats. <laughs> Ron Shelton's a crazy underrated writer and director. He also wrote and directed Bull Durham and played minor league baseball. Oh, is that it, that makes a lot of sense with yeah. how good Bull Durham is. Also, I looked up the Billy Hose, those Nikes that go for about three hundred dollars. No shit. Like the reissues. Right, right. It's yeah. crazy. Billy Billy Hoyt. I, uh, uh, White Men Can't Jump is a movie that I rented about 8,000 times when I was a yeah. kid. Yeah, it was fun, and the basketball is really good in it. What's the, um, what's that other movie? Shit. There, wasn't there another movie Above where they the got, rim. they got, no, with, with Harrelson and Snipes, didn't they get Money Train. Yes, Money Train. Not to be confused with Money Plane, which is a movie yeah. we watched. No, Money Train. I remember that one too. Uh, yeah. yeah, and also Rosie Perez's boobs is in White Man Can't Jump. I, I remember yes, that. Yes, it is. Yes, I was, and that that left a big impact on me as a child. Yeah. Uh, right, anything so on a sizzler? <laughs> yeah, who <we, we> was? <laughs> so we're gonna go to Sizzler. Such <laughs> your anorexic worm having that up. I can't even, uh, I can't even do her accent. It's so fucking like thick. <laughs> it is like, it is like the epicenter of New Eurekan accents. Like all New Eurekan accents came from that one specifically. Yeah. Well, I love Billy. She, she's Puerto Rican, man. Like I can't yeah. make her do anything. <laughs> she, uh, she's got one of those accents where so many people have done the, like her impression of her. I don't know. Nobody can do actually do it. Right. I'm not, if I did it, I would be doing an impression of the impression. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not of her. So, but well, yeah, uh, that movie fucking slaps. And it's, it's littered, littered with, uh, like old, barely played NBA players. And apparently Gary Payton is in a shot, but I was looking for it and oh, I couldn't shit. find it. Apparently in one of the early scenes, he's there playing, uh, playing like in the background, but I watched for it and I couldn't find him. I couldn't pick him out. He must have been really I, young. Wait, I 90, knew. 92? Yeah, he would have been a, like just coming out of Oregon State. Yeah. 
I do uh, occasionally go. It's pretty. It's so pretty. Oh, it's like so I just pretty. <laughs> I fucking love that movie. Man. It's so good. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So, the movie big, fucking slaps. Big Woody fan. Harrelson. Woody Harrelson loves his basketball movies. <laughs> what, why got, am I drawing a blank? He got that. He just had Champions come out, and he was in that Will Ferrell movie that Gogs loves so much. Oh, semi pro, semi pro. That's it. Yeah, Gogs <laughs> does love that. Movie. I don't understand his like. There's that a movie is funny. fun. Yeah. It's like okay. it's a good movie, but it's, it's yeah. not. It's not like amazing. It's not. It's not particularly like memorable. Like it's. It's fine. I don't. No, think it's it, it just seems. It just seems like the wish uh, version of Talladega Nights. You know what I mean? Like let's just kind. Of, we kind of made that movie once. Let's kind of do it again. And that's kind of what it is, you know. Yeah. And, and it's also kind of like it came at the tail end of like that style of comedy. Like that's kind yeah. of like the 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 like uh, the the death knell of of that that kind of comedy. Yeah. Yeah. The death death knell. I've, did I use that correctly? Yeah, it's like, not. I mean, you did. It's not. It's just not. It's not something weird. that's heard very often. <laughs> yeah. What can I it's, say? I always thought. I thought it was the death kneel. <laughs> no, that's uh, that's what's called Kaepernick. Yeah, damn it, Sean. Ah, to, like, almost yeah. Words. <laughs> uh, anything um, else, Mister Alec? No, I started watching uh, Star Trek Beyond a little bit ago, and only like halfway uh, through. And movie. that movie is so fucking good. Have you watched any of the new season of Picard, Alec? Because I hear it's good, but I'm skeptical. I haven't watched any of Picard at all. Oh. I watched the first I didn't watch season, any of it. And it was horrendous. Well, I, I shouldn't say I watched four episodes of the first Well, you're season. also not like a Star Trek person. That was like your nan, right? Was it in the Star Trek Next Generation? That's true. But at the same time, like, I don't think you can like the thing that people like about Star Trek is like it's well written and not full of action. And these just seem like they're just tr- just full of action. They just seem like action series. Absorbed enough of the Next Generation just through like pop culture that like oh, yeah. it seems like you've seen most of them. Well, I mean, I did watch like I, again, I would never say like I'm not like a diehard and like I can't say that like, you know, you could just write. It's not like The Simpsons for me. Right. Where you can just yeah. rattle off like ep- like quotes and I can know the whole episode. Like I watched a fair amount of Next Generation and Deep Space Nine just because it was always on. It was know, always I, on. Uh, yeah, uh, WNUV or yeah, WNUV. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't yeah. I don't know if this is a hot take anymore, but like I will die on the hill that Deep Space Nine is the best Star Trek series like and I don't even think it's close. Yeah, I mean, I feel like there's a lot of people who came around on that one. Yeah, because the first like three seasons of Next Generation are like laughably bad. And I oh remember, yeah, it's I, awful. I remember Deep Space Nine because like the part that they'd always replay it was the Dominion War. Yeah, that like, shit rules. It was like a big epic at the, I think it was right at the end of the show. There's an episode where fucking Cisco commits a war crime just to like get the card or the uh, Romulans on his side. And he has that whole great monologue at the end. That, that show's fucking. What awesome. happened to that, that guy? Was... He was cool. Like the the guy that played. I forget his name. Oh, Avery Brooks, too based. Well, he probably uh, like everybody else in American History X, just like shit can his whole career. Yeah, he was cool. I always liked him. He had like a, a cool presence about. Well, him. He was also older when Deep Space Nine came. Oh, he was on right? like Spencer for hire and shit. Yeah, he he'd been around a minute. Hmm. Uh, anything else, Alex? Mm, yeah, no. Uh, Sean. Uh, I watched one thing. I'm excited um, to hear about this. Hell yeah, I watched uh, Creed 3. The hell yeah. Oh. oh, did you watch that? I did not. Oh, okay. <laughs> Creed 3 is really fucking good. Um, I don't know what my expectations were. Uh, the first thing is I hope Jonathan Majors didn't, like, choke that lady or whatever, because he's really good in this movie, although, like, 
Yeah. Like if, even if he did, like, I still like him in the movie. I'm not going to sit here in front. Like, like everybody we watch isn't problematic. I mean, yeah. the fucking president wrote a bill specifically to put black people in prison and they still let him get by. So I'm going to let Jonathan Majors get by with uh, his, I mean, his yeah, we don't, with his lady. We don't know what happened, but I mean, no. like, it's, it, it's not a, it's not a good look. And like, no. he's, I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and say he's probably on some kind of gas for as big as he got. You think? So like, he is. Fucking enormous. Fucking mood swings go hand in hand with being on the yeah. juice. So, so I'm gonna I'm gonna put it out there, man. Michael B. Jordan's a pretty solid director. Like for his first movie. See, that's what I I was worried about because I mean, well, who uh, Ryan Coogler didn't direct two, right? No, I forget who direct some somebody not associated with the films directed the second one. So it wasn't Stallone, and it wasn't Coogler, and it wasn't Jordan. It was somebody else, and I can't recall who. Oh, I well, thought it was did, Stallone. No. Stallone, Stallone did, uh, Rocky Balboa. Yeah, and Creed, I believe. Or no, Cooler directed Creed. Like, Cooler directed Creed one. Well, that's good to hear, cause like, that's what I was worried about initially when I was like, when I heard that Jordan was directing it, cause I'm like, well, does he know how to direct? But. Well, there's a, there's a lot of stuff in this movie, right? So this is the first Creed movie that doesn't feel like a Rocky sequel. I mean, obviously you bring that with you and him being a legacy character, it's always gonna be there. But sure, like, because Rocky and like, I, I'm, you know, I like, uh, uh, Creed 2. Like, I think Creed 2 is a fine movie. Like, yeah, I like enjoyed Creed, it. I like Creed 2 a lot. I thought that was really good. But this one, like, uh, you forget, like, really the Creed films haven't had a solid adversary. Although I always think of Gogs when I think of Creed because he remembers Stuntman Wheeler. He'll like, you just like, he'll forget his kids' names and be like, Gogs, what's the name of the guy he fights and that gets hurt in fucking, uh, Creed, the first one? He's like, Stuntman yeah. He'll always, like, I don't know why that name is stuck with him so well, much. Well, I feel like, I feel like Creed 1, it was more about, it was, it, like, really the, the adversary almost wasn't as important. It was almost like he was, he was fighting, like, for his legacy. Yeah. Like, I don't know, it was like, I mean, the second one did a better job with Drago's kids. Kind of, but, like, it's, like, it still isn't, that's still more of, even though he killed Apollo, like, I still think that's more of, like, Rocky revenge than Adonis, because he never knew his father, right? So it's, like... I definitely agree. I just feel like they did, like, when we talked about this at length, when we talked about Creed 2, I thought the movie did an amazing job of actually making... Humanizing Drago. Drago a character, whereas, like, not just this cartoon character he was in the in the fourth movie. Everybody feels really natural in the movie. Like, the the cinematography and the lighting's fantastic. And, like, all the best Rocky movies have great adversaries, right? So Apollo, obviously. We all love Apollo. Uh, Clubber Lang. This is more of the Clubber Lang movie. If you're gonna, like, stitch one of those movies to this one, this is the Clubber Lang one. I think that, I don't think that's a spoiler from kind Mm -hmm. of the trailer. And then Drago in four, and then in Rocky Balboa, uh, time is Dixon. adversary. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's, yeah. Um, but no, this movie, and it's like it has like a couple like a, it's a little chunky in a couple places. Like you, you can tell it's still kind of feeling out. Like there's a subplot with his daughter that kind of doesn't go anywhere and gets dropped and brought back at the very, very end. But you're kind of like, I don't give a shit. But like. He really has kind of sunk into this character. Like, I, I really buy him in it. And he's, he looks, he got his mustache bigger and he looks like, uh, looks more like he would be related to Carl Weathers. But the thing I kind of wanted to talk about, mm-hmm. and this is a kind of a your mileage may vary, uh, the third fight. So like we've, we've all seen the climactic Rocky fights. And I guess I don't know if this is just like naivete or what, but he's like, 
So at some point, you know, the, the third fight starts out kind of normal and like, you know, cinematography is really good, all that jazz. And then he decides to turn it into the, like the scene from where they get to the room in Stalker slash the fight between Agent Smith and Neo at the end of <laughs> Matrix Revolutions. That's a hell of a mashup. <laughs> like it's fucking nuts. Like it, in, it worked for me because it's so fucking weird, but like I can see people like this is too much. Like he went full on like, like Russian art film. And also apparently he's a massive weeb. So there's a lot of like shot lifts from like Dragon Ball fights in it. I can't. Like, that, that's fantastic. I love that. I mean, but the movie's really, really good. Like it, it doesn't feel like, and I love John Wick three, right. But I, everybody had that opinion and I don't think it's invalid, but I just didn't care that it kind of ran out of gas. Oh yeah. And like this yeah. movie still feels like it has, it has plenty left in it. So yeah, that's cool. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, Rockies, you know what I mean? All the raw, I like all the Rockies except for the Tommy Gunn one. And like, I mean, you it, figure it's been what nine movies and only one of them sucked. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. So well, no, I'm I, excited to watch it. I almost yeah. watched it. I almost watched it yesterday, but it was like, I, it was too late. And the movie was like, I think it's over two hours. And I was like, nah, I need, and I, it's I, a hair over two hours, but it moves pretty good. Like, yeah, they, got, they they cram a lot of shit in there. Unfortunately, Stephen A. Smith is in it, which I didn't care for, but at least it had some versatility. But Mauro Ronaldo is in it. Oh, no shit. Voices, yeah, because it's Showtime boxing. So. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, the guy who the guy who directed it is Stephen Capel Jr. What Steve? else did he do? Uh, he hasn't done anything else really that I've heard of. Oh. Um, but he is directing the new Transformers Beast Wars movie. Hell yeah. Okay. Or I'm Transformers excited. Rise yeah. of the Beast that looks. Uh, fucking awesome it's gonna be awesome all yeah. I, why i mark my words all of the transformers movies that are going to be not directed by michael bay are going to be good yeah, yeah. Bumblebee, Bumblebee really good Bumblebee yeah. was the shit and i will die on that hill that movie was like so yeah, we all fun. liked it so yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah it's a four quadrant movie the podcast banger yeah, yeah it, it, well gods didn't go right it's just the three of us yeah gods not see it I think Gogs eventually well, he might have saw seen it. it. Yeah, he did. He, oh, yeah, he loser, did, but he didn't he see it with the real he didn't buddies. Go, yeah, yeah. That movie was great. He was probably watching also, his kids or something. What a two hundred percent more Morrissey songs than I expected in that Transformers movie. Yeah. So, uh, but I want I want to hear what TJ has to say about smoking causes cancer because I saw it on a right. Facebook post somewhere and I was like, I gotta fucking watch this movie. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I watched two things. Uh, I will, I, two really, really exciting things to talk about, actually. So the first movie that, uh, I watched is Sean talked about, and I watched this movie in lieu of Creed, uh, three, because this movie is an hour and 15 minutes long. Oh shit. <laughs> so oh, by yeah. the movie, the podcast metrics, it's already a 10. <laughs> um, like it has to work down from 10. So it's a movie called Smoking Causes Coughing. Oh, and sure is. Yeah. it's by the director. I, I, I know Sean is Alec. You might be familiar with this because it was like a, it was kind of a meme movie for a while. But now, are you familiar with the movie Rubber? The um, tire that, yes. Yeah. I, I've, I've not seen it, but I know what. Yeah. It's, it's a movie about a sentient, sent, sentient tire that kills killer people. Tire. Yes. Uh, I can't think of the guy's name, uh, but he's directed a bunch of movies. Um, and, uh, for you guys, uh, in the chat, uh, I downloaded all of his movies and they're all on the Plex because I kind of want to go through his whole filmography now because I've only seen I've only seen this and Rubber. I've never seen like he's made like six other movies. I've never seen the other one. Um, but anyway, uh, Smoking Causes Coughing 
is a mixture of the Power Rangers, um, like Meet the Feebles and Tales from the Crypt. It's one of the weirdest fucking. So first of all, uh, the the main characters in the movie are a Power Rangers team, and when I say they're a Power Rangers team, they they look exactly like the Power Rangers. They're dressed up in the same co- the the movie starts off with them in this hilarious like empty quarry fighting this like turtle man that's called Oh, it's uh, straight up just yeah. like a fucking yeah, I got And you. he's called like it's it's in French, but his name is like Tortusa or something like it's it's like tortoise, but it's you know in hilarious yeah. French. Um the language of cowards. Yeah. Um but they're they're called the Tobacco Force, and each member of the Tobacco Tobacco Force is named like menthol and mercury and like all the like shit that's in a cigarette. And they're they're, they're, they're I'd be menthol. And, and keep in mind, this is in the first minute and of this. Movie. Oh, so like, real quick, I don't want to pause you, but um. Is it like I thought it was like one of those like anti-smoking like uh mm-hmm. like uh mm-hmm. what the fuck you call it like a uh, auditorium show this this shit they used to show us when we were kids like I thought no. that's what it was okay oh no 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 there's oh. no, if you watched the trailer for this movie and guessed what the how this movie was going to turn out there's no way you'd be accurate like it's so anyway I'll, I'll get into it so <laughs> they're karate fighting this turtle monster. And again, it's, it's power Rangers all the way. It's like the turtle monster is like this big plastic guy in a suit. Uh, they're karate fighting him, of course, cause you know how all power Rangers fight fights went. So <laughs> the two of the members of the group, while they're fighting this monster are just having a conversation. They're just talking. And then the one of them, like, it's not going well. They're not winning. And then they walk over to him. They're like, this fight isn't going well. We're going to need everybody's power. And they're like, what do you think we ought to do? Well, let's 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 give him cancer. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> they, they circle around. They they go. Let's circle around him so he's confused and he doesn't know what to do. So then they they get around him and they they use their like you know their their fucking Power Ranger power where they they blast smoke onto him and they you know they do this, the thing that all like it's like you know nicot they all say their name you know nicotine mercury all. They they blast him with smoke until he literally explodes into guts. <laughs> but then, so so they, then I, I I'm, I'm I'm like torn because I don't want to give the whole movie away. Yeah. But I don't think I could describe the whole movie, and you'd still like you got to see it for yourself. So then, after they kill this monster, they're called up by their boss, who is a really crudely made puppet rat. Like he looks like he looks like, like the splinter an, from the Ninja no Turtles. he looks like like Rizzo the rat from the Muppets <laughs> like if you left him out in the rain for like a couple of weeks like he's like <laughs> half fallen apart like he but he like speaks like a proper Frenchman like he's got this very like demure kind of voice he's also constantly drooling green slime <laughs> <It's> hilarious <laughs> anyway he he said that they uh. They fucking their 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 analytics on their teamwork is down, so he's sending them off to a retreat, um, so they can work on their teamwork. <laughs> and, and this is kind of the movie. Um, then they they go to this retreat where uh one of my favorite parts is they have this ultra futuristic house 
and they open up their refrigerator and there's a full on like woman in like a convenience store and the guy opens and he's like, Hey, we got a convenience store in our fridge. <laughs> so fucking stupid. Anyway, then the movie it, it, it's them at this retreat, and then the movie is them reciting like like scary stories around the campfire because this is their team building exercise. And then the movie cuts and is telling their stories. It turns into like a fucking like horror anthology type thing. And then the stories they tell are legitimately kind of like horror movies. And again, it it cuts from them completely and turns into like a whole nother movie. It's fucking wild. And like the first story is about this woman that puts on this sensory deprivation helmet that they find in this like Airbnb and she dissociates from humanity and decides to murder her whole like boyfriend and her friend. It's it, 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 I, I you gotta watch this movie. It's absolutely amazing. I fucking loved it. Again, even if you hate it, it's an hour and fifteen minutes long. The time commitment is very brief. I I loved it. It's so fucking weird and out there and like again, I could go through plot beat by beat and you'd be like. You still have to see it to believe it. It's so fucking out there. I I adored this movie. I I, I loved it a lot. Um, it came out in 2022, so uh, it might have made my list last year if I if I saw <clears> it because <throat> I I fucking adored it. Uh, but yeah, uh, smoking is <clears throat> coughing. Bless you. Highly Thank recommended. You. And sneezing. Um, it's it's one of the weirdest things I've ever fucking seen. And like, it's scary. It's hilarious. It's just, I loved it. I don't even, I don't even know how hilarious. I don't know how you fucking come up with this fucking movie. Cause it's just so, it's just so like nothing connects. Like, you know how like in like improv you have like, yes. And yeah. Like if you went to this, cause the director also wrote it. Like if you went to this guy, his yes ends would probably like be like a like a fucking eldritch horror. Like somebody would go it's like you'd be like, okay, I went to the store and then a plane hit the World Trade Center. It's like what, huh? But like to him, he like connects it somehow. It, it, you got to see it. it's great. It's great. Loved it. Loved it. Ten plus. Fucking loved it. Um, the other thing I watched. Uh, this is this is like super fucking cool. This is like one of the coolest things that's happened to me. Uh, so I did some art for Becky, which we all liked on the show. Uh, and the filmmakers, when I did that, they reached out to me and they retweeted it. And I thought that was super cool. And so recently that the wrath of Becky is coming out, uh, in a couple of weeks, uh, it premiered at South by Southwest and the distribution company reached out to me and said, you know, would you like to do another piece and we'll send you a, uh, a link to watch the movie early? I was like, yeah, absolutely. So I watched uh, Wrath of Becky. Uh, I had a fucking screener, like a, a link to a, a screening website. And the <laughs> screener had my fucking name at the bottom, which was fucking weird as hell. Um, and... I gotta say, I, uh, and, and again, like, uh, they were nice enough to give it to me, but I'd still be honest if I, if I didn't care for it. You um, sound like a, uh, this is a, they gave me an exchange for an honest review. Well, it's true. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, I, um, I mean, but, you know, it's, this is us. Like, and that's I, why I love Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. This <laughs> podcast is brought to you by Raid Shadow <laughs> And if you'd like an exclusive hero, um, no, I, uh, I really liked it. I didn't like it as much as the first movie. Uh, but it's got all the fun. Like, yeah, I was telling Sean, like, to me, 
like the Becky character, they've kind of turned her into what like I like about like like I talked uh, a couple weeks ago about that like female prisoner movie or like Lone Wolf and Cub or like those like serialized movies that like they they just give you what you want and then it's like over like before you know it like that's what this feels like like Becky seems like this character where you're gonna get you're gonna get some gory vengeance and then like some laughs and then you're gonna move on. Um, it's not well, is it like one of those things too where because you're not shocked like you were like oh shit this is really good where it kind of lessens yeah. it a little bit. Well yeah and I I will say that like I was a little worried in the beginning cuz it's not directed by the same people. Um the, the beginning like some of the editing choices aren't great but I'm like uh oh like I'm a, I was a little worried it's got a little bit of that like fucking like I, that suicide squad editing that uh, I kind of yeah. fucking hate that like it, it, like it's it's that Sam Raimi like let's cut eighty thousand times but it, it's just it's too much, um, but it goes it's weird because it goes away I'm glad it it goes away, um, but it's fun it's violent it's su- this one's I feel like way more over the top than the first one but again I'm fine with that, um, the uh, the uh, bad guy in this is Sean William Scott, and Ooh, okay. basically he so the plot is. Um, Becky, after the first movie, um, you know, she's, she's now an orphan. She's, I think she's like seven. She is Orpon. Um, is that a fucking, uh, Miami connection reference? Yeah. I never saw Uh, it, but I remember you saying Orpon like (laughs) a million times. God, we gotta Um, watch that movie. Sorry. So, no, you're fine. So she's like, she's, she's orphaned after the events of the first movie. Um, she's, she basically is, is trying to make her own life now. She lives, she like is, is, uh, she lives a quieter life. She has a dog. She lives with this, this older lady and you know, it's a revenge. The same dog. Did she have a dog in the first I one? I thought there was a dog in the first one. I don't remember. Yeah. I remember cause like she came with was like a German shepherd that she ended uh, up befriending. This is no. I don't. Well, have to no. What am I thinking of? Where it was like they were coming. It was Joel McHale and the stepmother. Isn't that that movie? They had a That's dog. That, yeah, that was in that like movie. a treehouse with her. They had a oh. kid too. Yeah. Yeah, I think they, I think you're right. They'd have a dog. Well, I don't think this is the same dog because this is like a big, like, like a, like a massive. It's not. It's not a mastiff. It's not like a. Uh, it's not like a German Shepherd. I oh. forget. But anyway, it's huge. It's a big ass dog. But anyway. So she, she's got her life together, you know what I mean? She's like, you know, trying to, to, to live like a quieter life, but, but you know how these revenge movies go. Basically, she comes, she's like a waitress and she comes across some fucking oath keepers, basically. This, this movie is Becky versus the oath keepers. Uh, I'm not, not sure I, I know what oath keepers are. Oh, uh, sorry. You're not, you're not quite to the level of like, uh, brain rot that I am. Oath keepers, they're, they're, um, like militiaists, they're like right wing white supremacist militia people. They're like they they were at January sixth and are they the um oh fuck the three percenters? Is that the same deal? Like they're the, tied. The, they're very okay. similar. They're two different groups, but they're they're you know they're like the Proud Boys, Patriot like, Prayer, all that bullshit. Patriot Patriot Prayer, Prayer and the Oath Keepers are the same. The same okay, people. gotcha. All right. Um, I just know the Spanish version. <laughs> Mr. McMahon. Uh, uh, so, so anyway, she comes across them and they're assholes to her. And she, uh, she, she basically like doesn't put up with her shit and she like kind of pranks them. And then they get, 
they want to they want to fucking show her up and scare her. They go to her house. They end up killing the woman she lives with and they steal her dog. And then she goes on revenge. She's like, well, I'm going to go fucking kill them and I'm going to steal their get my dog back. And that's kind of that's kind of the movie. Like she goes to the to Sean William Scott's like compound and then she systematically murders everybody. And it's how funny. old is she? Is she like a full like a teenager? You said she's got a job. She's like she. I think she's like seventeen or eighteen now. I, I don't know. Actress. It's the same actress. Yeah. Um, and but uh, she's really good in the movie. I I hope like I know the like Becky this this in in the first one were like kind of low budget, but I hope like she pops up in more stuff. She's really good in this movie. Um, Sean William Scott's really good in the movie. He plays kind of like this. I mean, again, he's like this deranged, like Patriot white supremacist, but he's also like an ex, like special forces guy. And he's like super intense. Um, there is, I, I talked about it like a while back, but I watched that movie soft and quiet where they used a lot of like right wing talking points. And I felt yeah. like it felt really cringy. This movie does it right where these guys are talking about shit that like the, the fucking right wing psychos talk about. Like but, the great replacement and shit. Well, that and the one guy is like this fucking violent, like incel guy, but like it seems way more natural. And it's funny because this movie is, is, is definitely making fun of them, but like the way their dialogue is, it doesn't feel like I'm reading like a Google spreadsheet of like white supremacist talking points. I don't know. I really enjoyed the movie. Um, I love the kills. My only complaint is there's not enough guys for her to kill. She only kills like six people. Like I wanted her to kill like 50 people. Um, but it's really good. I, I can't wait for it to like get a proper release so you guys can see it. Cause I think like you, if you like the first one, you're going to like this one. It was a lot of fun and, um, I really enjoyed it. And it's super cool that, uh, that, that I got the opportunity to see it like that. One of the, like I said, one of the coolest things, like I, I, Thought it was fucking rad as hell. And I, I did, I drew up a piece. Uh, they're gonna post it to all their stuff. So sweet. I thought that was super cool. And again, like, as soon as it becomes available, I'll put it on the Plex because I, I want you guys to see it. Cause I thought, like I said, I, I really had a lot of fun with it. And, uh, I hope they keep making them because it's definitely like kind of open ended. I don't want to give the ending away, but like you could definitely continue making Becky movies. Like I, and I hope they do because kind of like you were saying about Creed, like, you know, just keep like give me what I want. You know what I yeah. mean? Just, just put her in situations where she kills shitheads in funny ways, and I'm I'm totally there. Speaking of uh, Sean William Scott, how have we never watched Bulletproof Monk? How is that not falling across our desk at this point? That is kind of shocking. Didn't we do a Chai on Fat Month? I feel like it almost happened. I thought um, we, we kicked it around once, but it just I don't think we did a better straight plan. up Chai on Fat. Because I thought we were going to do Chow Yun Fatuary, but I think uh, <laughs> Sylvester Stolanguary came in at the last minute. Chow Yun, Chow Yun Feb, Fet, February, Fatuary. Yeah, I don't know. All right. Well, I guess we got to talk about mm. Maximum Conviction. Christ. I have, I, I mean, this is, I, I got to be honest, guys. Like, I... I like struggled to pay attention to this movie. Like it was it's fucked up is like, I'm watching it. And I'm like, no, I will watch this movie and I will pay attention for once. And I won't fuck around on my phone. And it got so bad. I literally turned the air conditioning down in my house <laughs> just to stay awake. I, uh, I, I mean, I don't know how, how you can make a movie this fucking 
boring. Like, it's just so boring. And it ostensibly is an action film, right? But there's no, like, action in this movie. Like, well, there's action in it for, like, two seconds, and it's like you brought Brent Foster off the bench when you're already losing by, like, 13 in the eighth to hit. It's like, why? You had that guy the whole time. Like, you could have done stuff. Well, he did, he did some karate at the end, which was That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Like, but why waste all that fucking time? So we can watch it's, Steve, I was calling him Steve Young. Steve Austin dick around with like random trash compactor wires. Yeah. So I guess I'll, I'll try to, uh, <laughs> summarize the plot. So Steven Seagal and Steve Austin. Steven Austin. Steven Seagal Austin. Um, they are like ex special forces guys that are running a, or no, I'm sorry. Seagal specifically says, yeah, I wasn't special forces. I was a Marine. Also, I know that I, <laughs> this is, I'm going to say this as delicately as possible. Steven Seagal's accent seems racist. <laughs> like it, he's like, he's somewhere between Eric Cartman yeah, <laughs> and, um, fucking, um, hey man, what, uh, Terrence, uh, Howard in Hustle and Flow. It's so bad. And like, I, like, he's just like, so you won't go home. Like, it's like, what are you doing? Like, and I, and I watched, I watched some stream, uh, a streamer react to his, his reality show, Lawman. Yeah. And I know that shit's fake too, but like he code switches so hard around black people. It's the funniest thing I've ever seen. Like he literally will be like talking to like the other cop who's a white guy and he'll just be this raspy Steven Seagal voice. But like he'll drive up to, to black people and be like, what's up, man? Like, dude, it's embarrassing. It's like, bro, what are you Speaking doing? of embarrassing, like, Steven Seagal looks like a cross between Kim Jong-un and Donald Trump. Like, all his fat motions are, like, distracting. He, he, I don't know, like, it's so funny in this movie where he's, like, because he loves wearing, like, tactical vests and shit. Yeah. But, like, they don't make, like, a triple XL tactical vest, so it doesn't, like, fit no, it's it like, right. It's like a bra from a Chevy Camaro. <laughs> doesn't look right oh anyway all right so anyway sorry they again the plot of this is going to be impossible they they are like prison guards so it's like they're incorrect you're wrong they are sorry they're a pmc correct yeah they're a pmc and they're shutting down a black site they they have to get all the prisoners yeah well, so they have to get all the prisoners out of the black site to close it down, like by tomorrow for some reason. And that's about it. prisoners in the day before. Gogs brought up this, and he's like, "Well, you know, the writers don't understand how words mean what they how they mean." Jesus Christ! Yeah, they, <laughs> because, brought, uh, they brought two women in the night before. Yeah, because they said the prison the prison is decommissioned, which it is certainly not, as it is still active. Yeah. It's kind of the plot of Assault on Precinct 13, sort of, before it becomes say, Johnny Mnemonic at kinda, some point in the movie. It kind of is in, like, in a most <laughs> insulting way, yes. Um. So, yeah, and... and uh, uh, real quick, uh, uh, I knew this was going to be a problem already. When they do the Chiron for the location of the prison, it says Northern Oregon State. Now, is that the name of the prison, or... um? <laughs> Is it so I'm not confused with Oregon City? Like, in what situation would you ever write Northern Oregon State? You would just put Northern Oregon. Yeah. No, it's on the campus of Oregon State, but it's on the (laughs) northern part of the campus. 
How did Oregon State get mentioned twice in this episode? <laughs> this school specifically. Uh, they're the Ducks, right? No, oh, no that's Oregon. Oregon. Oh, they are the Beavers, I believe. Yeah, that's I think even, you're right. That's even funnier. <laughs> um. So yeah. So so they're they're there. They have to de- they have to to get out all the prisoners for some reason, and. And in the midst of that, they, they bring in two female prisoners, right? In this- Sexy terrorists? I, I was, like, I'll bring in some of Goggs' notes too later because he has some. But, um, I know one of these women is like ethnically Chinese and one is not. However, I still could not tell them apart somehow. Except when they're standing because one's like a foot taller than the yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they're, they're brought into the prison. And for for some even though the the prison's getting shut down that night for some reason, um, then then uh some prison guard talks to another prison guard about a burrito, and then uh well, can we t- can we hold on this burrito for a second? So I know sure. Alex gonna get mad because I'm sure he wants to go to bed. And this movie's terrible. So yeah. but yeah. I was I was I was gonna suggest not even talking about it, and I would ask you movie questions instead. Oh, okay. You want to do that? That's Let's totally wrap this fun. up. Hold on. Okay. I want to hear about this burrito, though. I, I... So it's uh the you prison the guard. burrito part? <laughs> the one guard is like, oh, you you must have a woman in the kitchen to make that for you. And he's eating it. This is the shittiest. Um, I don't know if anybody else was this poor. Oh, yeah. Uh, yep. mm-hmm. uh, I, I already know what you're going to say. The pa- El Patio. Like, no, no, no. Like, it's like top Tapia, or I forget what it was, but it's some like generic ish yeah. Spanish word. Yeah, they were like they were like twenty five cents like of burrito, twenty five cents burrito, microwave yeah. burrito. Now the the uh, the meal that is being served to these prisoners <laughs> is one of these microwave burritos, and I don't know a Stanley Cup sized portion of baked or refried beans. Like this is going to be the <laughs> smelliest prison. A couple other things. Uh, Gogs pointed out, like, as a HVAC engineer, you would never, uh, hook up the ventilation to the dumpster to the HVAC itself. Yes, that is, um, that is correct. Yeah. And I'm like, best case scenario, what do you do? Just make the prison smell like hot assholes all day? <laughs> like, oh, this is working perfectly. It smells like shit in here. Um, also this movie is, I think, canonically a sequel to Streets of Fire. Because what? Tom Cody shows up and is like, oh, I want him to be in a different movie because I love that dude. And Wait, who is he? He's the U.S. Marshal. That's uh, Michael Perret. No way. Yeah, you can tell by that steel jaw and the fucking which oh, fucking finger shit. is. You want me to cut your other finger off? Yeah, dude. Oh, shit. He's, had a, he's had a lot of work done. Yeah, yeah. Would still smash. Uh, Steven Seagal somehow is like having to work on this trash compactor because that's something he also does. Mm-mm. because like... Steve Austin. Is, Austin. Oh, yeah. Did I say Steve, the wrong one? Steve Austin. Okay. Steve Austin hilariously is like, let me get in there and look at it. And like, but, he's but like, like the, but the, the cabling underneath of it is like 500 miles of like data cable. So I don't know <laughs> if this is like the trash mainframe. Like it controls all these trash compactors like in the world. But you're for your Bluetooth trash. Bro, it's fucking ridiculous. And like, what the whole, and then they, this movie sucks shit. And like, I don't know the chain of custody between. Uh, federal prison, the CIA, the military, um, PMCs and the U.S. Marshal Service and regular federal penitentiaries. <laughs> like, I, and there's some Google about paperwork and then like literally there's a Johnny Mnemonic side plot about, I, t- I think God said like you're gonna go up and download money off this bitch cause like. Yeah, there's like a thumb drive in a USB drive yeah, under her yeah. tit. Yeah. <laughs> like. 
There's yeah. a lot of slow karate and bad reaction shots. It's like they have it's two hundred million dollars of untraceable money. And what I what I like is again like the, fuck the plot of this movie. Yeah. But but the uh, the the streets on fire guy at the end he has the climactic showdown with Steven Seagal. But before yeah. he does, they they have like a tete a tete where they they have like a really terrible gunfight and they both run out of bullets. And then before that, he's like, "Whoa, we can we can be allies, and I'll just give you half the money." And and yeah. Steve Skull's like, bah, bah, "I don't do that. I'm a marine." Yeah, and I'm then, gonna go home and take care of my family and start a cancer center. You know what I mean? But I, then he ends up taking the money. Yeah, <laughs> like, like what? Like, yeah. this movie sucks also Shit. steven seagal is fucking hilarious because like every time he, he fights like twice in this movie yeah. fights air quotes fights that big guy at the beginning <laughs> he yeah. fights that big bob sap looking guy and he just like all he does is kind of just moves moves to the sides and like pushes him and that's the same thing with the other guy yeah it's just well, he does a lot of judo chop when he does that oh my god it's so fucking funny and like he he looks like he's so bored and like tired. It's just like the whole thing. Like, I mean, oh my god. And Steve Austin does like next to nothing in this movie. Like he has like like a fight scene where he, he does like the fucking like old He does a lot of weird sexism. Yeah. Steve Austin's like really bad. I mean, everybody's really bad in this. Like it's yeah. the material is horrendous. Like yeah. I I, this movie, it, it goes so long. It feels like, I think this movie is only an hour and like 25 minutes, but like, God, does it feel long? And I wasn't like, trying to badmouth sexism because I love that shit in movies, but like, it's just, he's really bad at it. Yeah. Well, yeah. And it's just, I don't like it. I, it's so hard to like put into words, like how boring this movie is. <laughs> like, I, well, which one's the most boring? Right. I like, I don't know how, like, cause it's everything about it is boring, right? It's flat. The action's boring. The, there's no like music The the sets look terrible. Like everything is bad. It's so, like, this is the kind of movie that needs a ton of stupid gunplay. Yeah. But it's like, they like had like a squib budget. So they were like, no. Yeah, you know, we can't fire as many guns. Let's have also, a lot of like slap fights instead. Also, and you think hilariously they have those weird like laser like l- like laser mines like from Fallout, and yeah. that is like the the at the end that woman is like literally she's like a foot away from these things, and the guy the bad guy like blows up in him, but she's like right next to where the explosion is, but she's fine like. I'm I'm playing Call of Duty right now, and the Come font on. and all the noises and shit from and the movie are all straight lifted from Call of Duty. Oh, without a doubt. Like also, when the when the words like type across the screen, it's the same <laughs> little same little noise they make in Call of Duty, and like. <laughs> um. Also, the uh, like the muzzle flashes are all CGI, and they look really bad. Like everything looks like terrible in this movie. Like. I feel like you could make a better movie. Like any of us, like with our phone that we have now, could make a better looking movie than this. This guy's made better movies. I think he made Bullet to the Head with Io Kuwais. Like, oh, that movie rocks. Yeah. All right. You want to get in the score so we can do the Alec questions? Yes. Okay. Uh, Alec. Been a long time, but I'm breaking out the zero. Yeah, that's fair. This is trash. And like, 
I, I, it, it didn't even hold, I couldn't hold my attention. Like nothing in this movie could hold my attention. I'd look up every five minutes and then just look right back at him. Like, so what's going on in the plot now? Oh, let me skip three minutes and see if something's happened. Nope. <laughs> Same shit. I tried reading like the Wikipedia plot. Oh, I thought you were going to say you tried reading the book. <laughs> No, not the book, the novelization. <laughs> oh my god! Like remember I, the novelization, the I want like, remember the novelization of like Jurassic Park, hell yeah, which wasn't just the book. They had actually novelized the movie and all the changes and stuff. Yeah, I remember. It's, I think we talked about this on the show a lot, but I remember those being very popular when we were kids. I had, I had, a, I had a lot of those. Yeah, the novelization. Um, but yeah, this movie's fucking trash, and like for a movie with. Over the hill, Steven Seagal and Stone Cold. You'd think there'd be at least like some funny fights or something, but there's nothing. It's not even funny. It's just sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a good way it's to put sad it. Sad and depressing. Sad. It's like, and it's not even like like Stone Cold. Still, this movie came out ten years ago. It's still not like that far removed from him being like a world champion wrestler. Yeah. True. And but it's just sad. <laughs> it depressed me in a lot of ways. Um, yeah, PJ, I'm with you on that. Uh, it's also a zero. I mean, this thing doesn't even like. It's funny. I was at I had a conversation with somebody on uh, over the weekend, and they were Gross. talking about like bad, about this. No, but they were talking about bad movies, and they kept rattling off like just like stupid oh, shit. Is- is this like the they're the Spider-Man three? Like they don't swim in the kind of waters we specifically. Do? They mentioned uh, Spider-Man three, and I was like, well, Superman that's not even the go-to. I was like, that's not even bad. Like you have to watch shit like this. Yeah, because like they're like, well, I like fun bad movies. I'm like, no, you need to watch bad bad movie. Like this isn't fun. Like there's nothing no. fun about this movie. What did they? Th- what would they describe as a fun bad movie? I mean, they were talking about shit like the room and and it's oh. and like. It's stuff like normie that. shit. Normie, normie bad movies. You know what I mean? Like, that's how I would describe, like, again, like, I wouldn't expect anybody to watch this shit. But, like, when you talk about bad movies, like, I, I get a little, like, I, I guess it's the one thing that I'm very snobby about. I'm like, yeah, sir. <laughs> like, uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, why don't you shut your mouth if you're like, not going to know what the fuck you're talking about? Unless you've watched, like, Abraxas. Like, get out of my face. Like, I, you know. Abraxas. Remember that? Of the co-mater. We've watched way more movies than Abraxas. Oh, remember? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, God. Hey, why don't you put your small son in my room? This isn't weird. Doesn't he appear? We'll like... take shirts off. Yeah, like... I was gonna say, doesn't he appear like shirtless in front of him? Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, but yeah, like I don't have time for people's like normie bad movies. Like, dude, we uh... watched two separate, um, on accident Val Kilmer and Fifty Cent direct to video cop movies. Like, we're yeah. in it. You know? Yeah. Um, but this is just like so fucking boring and just everything about it sucks. The acting sucks. The writing sucks. And, and you know what? Like to Alex point, like there's no like when you have something this bad, like at least like what I would call like back in the, the sixties and seventies, like Corman it up, right? Like yeah. give me like plenty of gore or, or like give me the t- tattoo connection or whatever. Oh yeah. 
tattoo connection. It was amazing. Yeah. Like that that's a good yeah, bad. They dude. should be throwing like buckets of blood all over the place. Hell or yeah. like get like I mean, it's mean, already like, rated R, you know what I mean? Like why not? Make it, make it like really trashy. Like you know what I mean? Like this is like it's weird because and I feel like we've talked about this before with this era of like Steven Seagal movie where they still feel like they're like they're like trying to make a real movie and it's like bro like you know what I mean like this is not a real movie like no one is watching this movie and being like, I, well I think like what it boils down to is we can f- our general suggestion to fix every bad movie is just to make it an exploitation movie well yeah because yeah. those are fun right yeah. like it doesn't matter like you can make it as dumb as you want. And it, at least it makes it entertaining. Yeah, like, VFW no, isn't high art, and it probably no. didn't cost much more than this did, you know? Yeah, but it's also written way better. Like, everything about VFW is way better right. than this. Even, like, the, like, splatterpunk villains are, like, better acted than everybody yeah. in this movie. Um, also, today on Facebook, somebody was bad-mouthing Psycho Goreman and I about how to fucking fit. I was like, you, like, they're, they're, like the dumbest comment I've ever their dumbest comment I've ever seen. They're like, why don't you just watch a real 80s movie? It's like, first of all, Psycho Gorman is a parody of 90s films. And second of all, that is a stupid fucking comment. Like, get the fuck out of here. Uh, you probably like the Goonies. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, this movie fucking sucks and I hate it and it should be banished to the shadow realm forever. It's awful. And if I never have to not watch another one of these goddamn Steven Seagal movies, I, you know, I'd be very happy. So, Sean, uh, it's a one just because I love Michael Pere. But other than that, like it's abject trash. Like I don't, I don't like they're at the very end. I'm sure everybody's checked out, but I, I managed to stay in there just to see the last moment. They pull off and Stevens, Stevens go with the woman, of course, like gross. Of, of course. But Stephen yeah, Austin no, I, is just standing there looking confused. And I'm like, I feel you, Steve Austin. Like I'm right there with oh, you. I don't know what well, the fuck this movie no, was about. I, I'm glad you brought up the ending because it was one of those things where, so <laughs> Steven Seagal gives Steve Austin, I believe it's a hundred million dollars, right? Yeah. And then he's like, Hey, and I don't know if they were trying to make like a fucking a sequel, yeah. A maximum conviction verse, but he's like, I got another op for you. Meet yeah. me at some Mexican city. Like, you meet me but there. But no, bro, I'm good on my $10 million. <laughs> yeah, like, I got. What other just, ops do I got to run? You just gave me $100 million. I am fucking retired. Maybe like, he's got a Fabergé egg thing going on. But he's like, meet me at, at Sao Paulo. Like, I don't forget where it was. Yeah. Like, I got another op. And it's like, what the fuck is it? Like, no, bro, I don't know. You can't give a character a hundred million dollars. Be like, yeah, let's do some more dangerous covert ops. Like, no. <laughs> the next that, the next movie opens up with Steve Austin just doing a bunch of coke. Well, like, well just, that's the last of my hundred million dollars. Right? It just doesn't work. It like, I I don't know. Maybe maybe it's because I'm not a, a paid uh, mercenary killer, but like I feel like mercenaries do it for the money, and uh, you've got all the money. Like a hundred million dollars is ostensibly all the money. Like you're good. Mm-hmm. Like anyway, uh, let's uh, do Alec. Do we we want to talk about what we're watching next week first, or get into movie questions? Because I, I have mean, a pick. We, yeah, pick next week's. Tell us next week's pick first, and then all right, we can do movie questions for a little bit. Right, we're going into we're we're gonna stay into schlock. I'm um, picking uh, 1987's Over the Top because it stars. Yeah. It has Terry Funk, Scott Norton, and Big Big John Stud in it, so I think it counts. Oh, man. I used to think Big John Studd was the best. Middle name. Go ahead. 
Well, then he'd always get beat by Hogan, and I'd be like, yeah, God yeah. damn it. He was a big deal, like, pre-Hogan, though. Yeah. I, th- I think... Sh- uh, so I almost picked a movie, that, another Stallone movie that I've never seen called Paradise, Paradise Alley. Alley. Yeah, I was going to pick that. Because that's got Ted DiBiase, Sean, I don't know. Here. Do you know who this is? Don Curdell? Kurt- I don't know. He's some wrestler, I guess. No. Gene Kinski, Harry no. Funkin, and Ray Stevens. Ray Stevens, San Francisco, like old school, like fifties Pat Patterson uh, era shit. Okay, then the other those other guys probably are too. Yeah, yeah. Ted DiBiase Sr., Terry Funk, and those other guys. Also, uh, in Paradise Alley, Tom Waits is in that movie. Hell yeah! I don't I don't even know what it's about. I I literally looked up a list of like movies with wrestlers. It's but, about an alley in heaven. Oh shit! But yeah, no, I want to watch Over the Top. I feel like we we have movie that basically the bankrupted Canon Films. Yeah, but also one of the greatest fuck. The poster for Over the Top is so sick. I'm going over the. It's also a movie where they don't the main character like the people in it don't know his actual name like because sometimes he's Lincoln Hawk, sometimes he's Lincoln Hawks. Like it's like it's lo- nuts. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, yeah. But yeah, a bunch of wrestlers are in it, so why not? Uh, also, right. also, Armand Asante is in it, and yes. Tom Waits. That's Wait, Tom Waits is in Over the Top? No, oh, Paradise, Paradise Alley. Alley. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Waits is like, come here. <laughs> uh, all right, let's do some questions. Let's have some fun in this dour episode. All right. With this stupid movie. Sean. Shoot. One of my dearest friends in the world. Aw. What is... Is it Sean? No. <laughs> two, two ends. Oh, okay. <laughs> mm. What is the first movie you can remember seeing? Ooh, that's a good question. Like in the theater or overall? Because it might be the same. Overall, I know for me, it was Who Framed Roger Rabbit, and it covers both. Mine would be an American Tale. Oh, well, I, I love that movie. I saw it. Um, I know you guys aren't super familiar with Glenn Burney, but a little familiar with it. Um. Over by where the Herondale Mall was, mm-hmm. uh, where they have the Christmas trees behind it. Across from that, which I, it was a church for a really long time. I don't know what it is now. Prior to it being a church, it was a movie theater and it had like the guy with the plastic dish with all those clear mints, whatever clear flavored mints were. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? Like it was like a, like an old school Lowe's, the chandeliers, the carpets, all that jazz. And I went with a babysitter's family like not with my own family i didn't see um a movie with my father until beavis and butthead to america or mortal Kombat, whichever came first both movies he wanted to see and the <laughs> first movie i remember seeing with my mother was batman uh the michael keaton one but oh, yeah an man. american yeah. tale like but i remember it being like interminable because i i don't know how old we were when that came out like because it, what were like four kids yeah little kids yeah and it just like it went off fucking ever and it was horrifying yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I remember liking that movie though I, I i never saw it in the theater i had the vhs tape uh, and that in the second one where it was uh he went to the he went to the old west yes yeah whose name i can't remember <laughs> <laughs> you know that movie where the bible goes west yeah <laughs> but yeah that that would be it um one more funny story. I'll tell you the first uh, movie my mother ever rented for me. I don't know if I've told the story on the show. English is not my mother's native language. 
So the first cartoon she saw available to rent at the Channel 3 video for me when we got a VCR for $9,000 from Fingerhut or whatever <laughs> was a, a classic 70s animated romp called Fritz the Cat. Shut the fuck up. Oh, my up. God. Yeah, she, she just saw that it was a cartoon. That's awesome. I have a uh, a similar story. <laughs> she just, like, picked it up. I, she, I just picked her in the video store, like, oh, esta película tiene un gato. just, like... This is real basic Spanish and, mom shit. Anthony's mom, Anthony's mom rented Ralph, Heavy metal? Ralph, oh. Ralph, close Ralph Bocci's wizards Oof. for Anthony and Mike when they were little kids. And I don't know if you ever seen that movie, but that yeah. is certainly not for children. I believe it starts out with, uh, like a, basically a Holocaust that happens. Like it is yeah. Nazis and like, yeah, his yeah. mom like turn it off immediately. I, th- I thought you were going to say that she rented them a uh, coon skin, aka oh, street fight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That uh, guy's still I, alive, BT dubs. Yeah, and he's still real bitter about his whole career. Oh, I think I'm going to be alive. No, he's, he, I, I really respect Ralph Bocci. I yeah. think he's done a lot of really cool stuff for animation, but like he is, if you if you listen to him, every project like didn't go his way, and he never got the money he needed, and every I don't know, whatever. Uh, yeah. That was a good question, Alec. I like that. Thank question. you. And good answer, Sean. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Um, what is the scariest movie in your opinion? Is this for me? No, it's all for Sean. You've answered all these before. Oh, goddamn the did scariest! I? I don't movie. remember answering these. Things. Yeah, we did this with Gogs once and with you, and now it's Sean's turn. You know, I'm, me, um, I have no memory. I might have. I don't know if this is the scariest movie, but the the most scared I think I've been in a movie and continue to be to this day. I'm sure TJ knows what I'm going to say. Alec, you might because I might have brought this up because we've talked about this movie a million times. Um, in 2001. Where Hal oh, yeah. is being spoilers for 2001, by the way, I guess a movie that <laughs> that came out in 1963. <laughs> when Hal is being unplugged and oh, he's like, Dave, I can I can feel my mind going, Dave, I can uh, d- stop it, and like he's like talking through his death, and it's fucking like horrifying. Cause, you know, it's monotone and kind of getting slower, and the I can feel it. I can, I'm like, man, is that what dying's like? Because this is fucking nightmarish. Um, hmm. yeah, it's, it's yeah. tough, man. Like, I don't like, I, I don't want to be like, I don't get scared of movies, but like, I've been very disturbed by a lot of movies, but to be actually like scared, scared is like, is, is a tough. Well, it's, it's one of those things too, where it becomes like, you know, it's, it's the, 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 the least human character has like yeah. the most human experience. Yeah. Like it's, it's pretty wild. Also, Hal like, is like a great character. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like we've talked about the end of Miracle Mile at length, but like that's the will be diamond scene mm-hmm. is like the dread of that is like it's really tough. So yeah, so I'm gonna go with uh, the end of Miracle Mile slash the end of 2001. Yeah, I, okay. I, I love 2001. That's yeah. a great show. Yeah, I'll have to watch that at some point. Um, Sean, what movie? made you cry the most hmm. like as a kid Ma- or is like a maximum or conviction at all oh, any, any, any. <laughs> i uh doesn't matter the, the, the last movie i remember really crying uh at was radio uh, oh the cuba gooding jr movie um 
where it's like, it's for me. Like, and he gives, I don't know, man, like that kind of stuff, like the, you know, IDD people. And like, I have a, a soft, obviously have a soft spot for that stuff. And, um, I don't know, like, I get like weirdly sentimental about movies as I get older now about like, you know, like your friends passing away and shit like that. Um, but yeah, like I, I think it would be that it would be something about somebody being vulnerable, I think, but, um, like a more grounded, not like a dog tooth or something. And it's about vulnerable people, but it's just like fucked up. Like it's, it, I don't know. Like it has to it be is, very like it is fucked up. It is fucked <laughs> up. But like it didn't make me sad in the same kind of way like that because it's like oh well, what happens to Radio when he gets older and all his friends die and his parents, die? you know that kind of shit. And like you get like I don't know if you guys get you get in these weird rabbit holes about stuff. Like you'll see people somewhere and be like, oh man, they're they got whatever problem. And you're like, what happens when nobody's there? Yeah, yeah absolutely, you know, definitely, like, yeah. So yeah. Um, what? Is or or here? What film means the most to you personally? Ooh. Best of the best. Um, no, like I love best of the best. You do love best of the best. <laughs> the movie fucking rules. <laughs> um, it means the most to me personally. Would probably be, in a weird way, would be Sleepaway Camp. Um, that is I'll tell weird. You, I would have never you, guessed that. One. I'll tell you why. So TJ and I started. Uh, podcast, like this general interest podcast, which is a fucking mess, right? Yeah. And then somebody that listened to it was, hey, you guys should review a movie. You should review Sleepaway Camp. And I want to say that's the first movie we ever talked about, you and I, like, uh, not, Pretty sure, not like yeah. offline. No, yeah. But then I really didn't know Alec yet. I just, I had met Alec a couple times in Gogs's house just for football or whatever, but I didn't really know him. Like, you and Gog, TJ and Gogs, I knew a bit from like, uh, you know, years prior. Mm-hmm. But I think because of the show, like, I think we all got a lot closer and we've managed to like, if anything through this show, we've managed to like stay in touch, like yeah. no matter where everybody is and all that stuff. So that does mean a lot to me. Oh, that's um, sweet. I like that. So. Yeah, that movie is wild. Oh yeah, it's fucking horrendous. I, I, I still, I still think like it's funny because I remember even back then, you know, we, we watched that years ago. I remember being like, uh oh, this is going to be tough because it's like transphobic, but really the weird anti gay panic is way more problematic in that movie than, yeah. Cause remember like her, her parents are gay and that's like, that, yeah, they have like that weird, like, well, that's why the, the father kills somebody because he got outed or was about to get outed. Yeah, it's, it's fucking strange. It's, it's very strange. It's also funny that like, you know, when we go back and think about it, it's like every movie we saw was like the worst movie. Like I was like fucking, um, what's the show enough movie? Like Barry Gordy's last drag. I'm like, this is the worst movie ever made. Like, oh yeah. Yeah. Very definitively. I'm like, oh man, like I had no idea. It, yeah, <laughs> we were so, we were so naive, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it, it is, it is like, you know, the the thing about the show is, and, and I think tonight is another example of that it's like, we haven't found a bottom. Like every time no. we think we find a bottom, we no. sink even further down. Like it's, I don't know. I remember being very, very upset watching and, Southland Tales, but like, 
I I would dare to say I'd rather watch Satellite Tales than this again. And, you know, like, how many, you know, f- friendships or groups of people have watched several hundred movies together? You know what I mean? That's, like, a lot oh. of time that we oh, have together. Oh, yeah. A thousand you know? percent. Yeah, so, we're... I don't know. We, we used, to, used to devote, like, seven hours a week. Really? Yeah. It was ridiculous. And we all gained, like, I, I know, just from being the show, we had to gain cumulatively, like, 600 pounds. <laughs> yeah. Like, I stopped, I stopped doing the show and I lost 100 pounds. <laughs> like, so, I'll just extrapolate that. Fucking, but no, like, all that shit, man. Like, I know it's not movie related, but like, the, the yeah. WrestleMania pie incidents and like, oh, just yeah. all that stuff, you know. It's a, I mean, I've got a big fucking, the first thing you see when you walk into my house is that like painting of all of us together from the yeah. one show. Yeah, I so, love that. And, yeah. That's, that's that was like the, God, that was like the 200th episode. I know. God. Yeah. This one tonight is 365. Oh Jesus my Christ. God. Oh shit. Well, year, we have a whole year of shows. You can listen to one Oh, you show. can do one a day now, like a yeah, one a day uh, calendar. Somehow we're getting, we're inching up on a thousand YouTube subscribers, which I thought was like the least, uh, likely way people listen to the show, but. Yeah. And also shout out to that weird guy that put, that was like comedy night New York that had some shit to say. Yeah. And it was like, what, what are you why even don't, Why don't you just, why don't you, you know, eat some homeless guy's asshole instead of doing a podcast like, huh? <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. Like some. Who deranged, says we don't do both? Some, yeah. der- some deranged lunatic. I mean, I'm glad <laughs> I love the comment. So I mean, yeah. keep it up, please. But like, it was like. He didn't under, he didn't appreciate like the idea of criticism, I guess. Or like, talking? Yeah. I don't, I don't know, know what he expected like the you, show was gonna be. You, you do understand you picked a podcast to listen well, to. Well also right? his own channel was like I don't it, it seems like something that's gonna be on the news because that guy's gonna like like what's that movie? Oh, that's, he's he's gonna blow up a mosque like one thousand percent. What's that, what's that fucking Scorsese movie where Robert De Niro, like, kidnaps the guy? King of Comedy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that's what I felt like watching the fucking, his YouTube channels. Like, anyway. But yeah, no, keep it up. Follow us on YouTube. Follow us on Spotify. We're, we're, we're creeping up. Follow us home. We're creeping up on our listeners on Spotify when I don't fucking upload the uh, image file instead of the audio file, because that's what I did last week. Hell yeah. Listen to this picture. Sorry about that, everybody. If for some I reason mean, it still worked off the website, I don't know how, but anyway, yeah. So. I mean, this show's been through what? Two divorces, a marriage, uh, fucking two kids, like our website, you know, our website, happened. like dying for a few yeah. months. That, that happened. Um, still don't understand how that happened, but, uh, yeah, no, we, yeah. we, we persevere and we, we survived this movie, which I, I didn't think I was going to. Well, the show's not over yet. That is true. Um, <laughs> all right. All right. We'll do, do a couple more and then we can wrap up. Um, all right. Uh, what is the sexiest film you've ever seen? Ooh. Besides, uh, 2048. Um, I just like, I, like, I know this is like a real normie, th- but bound maybe. Oh yeah. I got real horny for, um, <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Oh man, that's, that's a tough question. Shit. Like, I wish I had done some prep, uh, on the spot. Cause like, I do like handsome ladies. Um, that's just how a straight person would say it. Yep. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta be convinced. <laughs> yeah. I mean, fuck. Like anything with Kathleen Turner back in the day, like I had a big, well, the movies themselves Cereal, weren't like real mom. Oh, hell yeah. Oh my God. I, I guess I'll go with, um, 
the first thing I said, what was it? Uh, fucking bound. Um, bound. Yeah, like I, I like me some Jennifer Tilly. Like even when she got kind of oh, uh, Lord, yes. ballpark Frankish, like I was still into that. Like, uh, big fan. Um, yeah, also the also uh, shout out to the sexy scene of movie history where in happiness where Philip Seymour Hoffman's jacking <laughs> off on the phone. That's wow, a joke for one that, person and maybe Anthony and me. Yeah, uh, yeah. I will say that uh, that is a dangerous movie to call sexy for many reasons. <laughs> um, probably like I think about that movie a lot because that movie came out nowadays. I think people would try to actually murder uh, Todd Solange, like because yeah. that movie has a pedophile in it, and they don't necessarily make him out to be that bad. It's kind no. of fucking wild. I mean, they yeah. do. They do. I, I shouldn't it, say it that way. It is like kind of like, to be honest, though, it is like kind of a hole in my uh, movie watching. It's like I don't watch a lot of like fucking movies that aren't pornography. You know what I'm saying? So like it's hard. Like I just, you know, I, I can't even think of like. No, like I remember when we, we were kids, there was like. After like nine and a half weeks, there was like like what was that movie Sliver and like Jay. Yeah. There was like the erotic thriller movie, Basic Angel Instinct. Heart. Basic Instinct, yeah, that yeah. was a good one. Like uh, that was like real like a real popular genre for a few years, and then that like went away. Like yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I, I guess I'll go with Bound. Uh, even though if one. I went back and watched it, I probably would be like, mm-hmm. Well, of course you are, because yeah. it's a Wachowski movie. So yeah. you, you are the uh, resident Wachowski stand on this uh, I'm a Wachowski apologist. Yeah, no doubt. Um, okay. Objectively, what is the best film Ooh. ever made? Ooh, objectively? That's like, Ob- uh, objectively, not subjectively. Uh, pff, I don't know. Fucking, like, it, it, it's such a cop-out to say, like, Citizen Kane, right? But, like... I don't know what what is the other Orson Welles the that's like meat uh, fuck what is it called What's meat, it's like the second movie he made the one the studio cut all up but it's still like fucking one of the best movies ever made it's called Meet the Somethings like not Meet the Deedles or whatever uh, I would say mm. if I had to say objectively the best movie ever made is 2001 especially taking in the the time period that it was made and what like a feat of filmmaking that was and like the tonal shift from it going to this very like grounded well it starts out kind of fantastical and then is like super grounded and very like sterile yeah. and then just goes completely ape shit in the last like 30 minutes and like you know with actors that you don't you don't see Gary Lockwood very often unless you know you're drunk at a softball game <laughs> Cure Delay did I mean he's had a career but like not we, something we, you would we go saw Cure Delay in uh, that and uh, Gary Lockwood in, 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 uh, Black in uh, Silver Spring yeah Oh, in Black Christmas, yeah. I thought you meant in real life because no, that yeah. happened too. Well, we did see him in real life as well, yeah. Hmm. But like, new canon. I like. I know. So I'll give you. I'll so I'll do two old, two new. I'll do Citizen Kane in two thousand one, and I'll do um, Blade Runner twenty forty nine and Mad Max Fury Road. Hell yeah! Because like, I, all those movies are just like I think triumphs of filmmaking, like and will. Um, <laughs> Yeah, like, they're just, like, exquisitely crafted movies, you know? You can sit there and say, like, I, you know, pick a fucking courtroom drama, 12 Angry Men or something like that. But when it, like, when I'm thinking of a movie, I'm thinking, like, something you can't, that isn't just a play or that, like, you would get the same 
you know, from reading it or a radio drama. Like it has to be to me to be like one of the best movies ever made. It has to be like some kind of spectacle to go along with it. Yeah, yeah, you know, and I'm, something different. Yeah. So that those are my four for the one um, thing that you asked me. What is the worst movie you've ever oh, seen? Oh, Jesus God. Christ. I know. <laughs> so I, I, I know this is like a, well, I'm not going to count like, you know, the agency of vengeance and all those fucking movies. Cause like, just pick one out of a hat, right? Like this right. movie, like I wouldn't count. Honestly, I would say Bicentennial Man is the worst movie I've ever seen. It's like a real movie. <laughs> like it's fucking sentimental in the worst way. Like the performances are all terrible. It is ages long. Like it's like fucking it take I think we probably made the joke on the show, but it takes place in real time over 200 years. Yeah, it takes like, if it I remember is, correctly, it takes like an hour and 15 minutes for the plot to really get started. It but, is yeah. nigh unwatchable. <laughs> and I, I, I do, it. I do appreciate the, you, you, that is a real movie. You're right about yeah. that. It's like yeah. a real movie. Like it's yeah. not like this where it's just, it, it yeah. was a movie that had a first look. I, Maximum Force didn't have a fucking HBO first look, but I remember the Bicentennial Man for sure. Strangely enough, enough. Yeah. So, so do I. Yeah. There, there was a string of those type of movies, the Jack and that, and, you know, pick one that they just don't make anymore. That kind of schmaltzy bad movie doesn't really exist anymore. Like a big budget schmaltzy bad movie. Um, no, say, they do on was, like, they do with those, like, they're not big budget, but oh, what's the name of that studio? That Christian movie studio. Uh, oh, yeah. fireproof or whatever. Maybe, but they make those, they're the ones who make those like, weird schmaltzy movies about how everything is beautiful and you should yeah. love each other and stuff. I um, think like AI is the last of the big budget high concept schmaltz, which is I know a weird I, category. I fucking hate that movie too. I like, hate it too. Yeah. And the thing that's so weird about it is that it was a Kubrick pro oh, but back up. I my I changed my sexiest movie pick is uh, Eyes Wide Shut. Which is oh, a movie yeah. that I think deserves a second look, uh, for everybody. Cause I remember not liking that movie when I was younger. Did you watch that? Guess... Did you watch that YouTube video I sent you? No, or... but I'm going to. It's really good. That guy breaks it down. Uh, that movie you were talking about, the, uh, follow up to Citizen Kane is called The Magnificent Ambersons. That's it. Yes. Um, or Touch of Evil, like any of his shit, oh, Touch really. Touch of like... Evil is so good. And he's um, so fat and Touch oh, of yeah, Evil. He fucking rules. <laughs> uh, Speaking of Kubrick, when I was reading the, uh, the trivia and like making of shit for a white man can't jump. Apparently that's one of Kubrick's favorite movies. <laughs> <That's Based. awesome>. <laughs> <laughs> he just uh, like himself some Rosie Perez. That fucking rocks. And there's shit. Um, all right. Last, last question. And then we okay. can go to bed. Um, okay. if you Together. could have <laughs> yeah, yeah. the, the mole whole bed is back in effect. <laughs> um, if you could pick one movie, that you could show to people for the rest of your life, what movie Ooh, would it be? Oh man, I, I feel like question. I feel like it's got, and I know I've mentioned this movie twice already, but I feel like it's got to be Miracle Mile. Like there are a lot of movies I'd love to show to people. Like you know, uh, like in, in the way that I show Frisky Dingo to everybody is like the the test to see whether or not they're going to be cool, right? Like yeah. <laughs> you know, show down show down a little Tokyo is another movie like that, or like Night of the Comet. You know, all those kind of weirdo movies, but like a movie that like I think is like criminally underseen. Like, and you know, I don't, you know, not lightly. I'm saying that like it is a movie that I think everybody should see. Well, it, it, 
Yeah, and well, it's underseen because it was just a fucking HBO movie, wasn't it? Like, ew, I don't. I know I, I got a theatrical release. Oh, was it theatrical? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I showed it to these guys, man, and like, uh, oh, it was amazing. Oh, okay. Well, I gotta fix my fucking um. I gotta fix my crying shit too, because it's a a movie I saw with you guys. It's like, I think we all cried. Was a fucking um a ghost story. Oh For yeah. For the same oh, reasons, yeah. that same kind of like lost in death sentimental shit. Yeah, that was tough. Yeah, that's, that's a tough. That's a great movie. It's a tough set. It's really good, but yeah, that is a tough. That is a tough set. Somebody was it one of you guys that posted a ghost story meme? I saw the other day on Facebook. Probably. I was like, why? Why yeah. would you post it? Why Probably. would you post it? Yeah. But uh, Miracle Mile was also a movie that was like very close to being lost media. Uh, it in the last couple of years got a Blu-ray from Arrow or one of those companies like we get shit from. But, uh, yeah, it's this really, like, weird character study about, like, what happens in the last hour before the end of the world. So, like, it's right up Alex Alley. Like, I know you weren't there when we watched it. No, um, I still do. I still need to watch that. Yeah, I'm, you, I haven't you watched it. it. I think you would really like it. It is very sad and also, like, weirdly progressive. There's, like, yeah. <laughs> this scene where it's, like, this big <clears throat> butch uh, weightlifter guy. And it's like, I've got to bring my boyfriend. And they look at him and like, that's your boyfriend? You got problems? Like no like the world's ending and give a shit about your point you know what i'm saying like yeah it's a yeah it's a really fucking excellent movie so yeah it's, it's I'm really Steve glad I got it. he made that movie and cherry 2000 and i think that was it wow that's yeah. a, that's a movie i'm surprised we haven't watched on the show yeah we need a we need a robot month another one yeah because i love robots and there's a yeah. million robot, robot movies. movies yeah we must buy some time. Bro March. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Bro uh, March. <laughs> hey, is it, it's better than Sylvester Stallone, you No, it's not. Is it? <laughs> no, no, it's not. Is it? Uh, anything right. else, guys, before we sign off? No, that was fun, man. Like, I enjoyed Yeah, I love those. Those are great. Even though uh, I managed to not answer any of the questions right away and change my answers by the end of it. So, that's fine. They're your, like your, to talk. They're your answers. Uh, <laughs> So next week is uh, Over the Top, a movie about arm wrestling that features... And, tru- and trucking. Arm wrestlers and trucking and being a father, if I remember yeah. correctly. But being a bad dad. But then yeah. trying to be a good dad, but still kind of being a bad dad. So Gogs will be able to relate to that. Um, yeah. So yeah, so that's the show. Uh, we'll see you all next week. Uh, make sure to uh, eat your own ass. Yeah. And uh, try not to get indicted. All right. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Later, boys. Bye, guys. All right. Bye.